0: Hello again, and a very warm welcome to the football show here on Belfast Live. Now, as always, I am joined by Glen legend, Paul Lehman, 17 years at the Oval, 597 appearances. Today, we've got another Glen legend, 794 record appearances over 18 years. Colin Nixon, he's now the manager of Arts, of course, as his track says. Colin? You're very thank welcome. You,
2: thank you. Thank you very much.
0: Uh, you guys would have spent a lot of that time playing together.
2: Yeah, probably 14 years, Jackie, playing together and some fantastic times and great memories and great triumphs and, you know, we built up a good friendship and played a lot of games together and it was a, a fantastic time to be at Glen Torn.
0: They were great years, Colin.
2: Yeah, really great years. You're Look, Looking back, I
1: think, you know, a lot probably was taken for granted at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but looking back now and still being involved in Premier League football it, it, days probably never be seen again you know we're winning a major trophy every season it was it was a fantastic time to be uh, part of Glenn Torn.
0: and you were obviously stairs all those years at
1: the club i know uh, it, it um, you know i, I think Glenn Torn, leaving Glenn Torn, had only hit me a, a few years after it actually happened because yeah. you were you know, to could be there 18, 20 years. Part of your life. Two, three nights a week training. Saturday. You know, when you're that involved in the club, you've you done so many things outside of, outside of it. I don't think it hit me for a, a brave while. It ha- all happened so fast, and um, it, 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 it took me a bit of time to get over it.
0: Yeah. Over all those years, did either of you ever think of leaving?
2: No, I mean, personally, I I never did. You always had when your contract was up. You always would have had certain managers. You know, having a word in your ear, but I think we were always loyal to Glentoran. We we didn't want to leave the club. It was, you know, I grew up supporting the club. Come from Mersey Street, so didn't want to go anywhere else. And obviously, we were having a lot of success and some great players at the time. You know, great crowds. Great. It was a great club to be involved in. You didn't want to go anywhere else. So no, I mean, you did have whispers and people were always interested in you because you were doing well. But you know you didn't want to leave unless the club didn't want you, which is what happened. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> it came to that point. Yeah, well. <laughs>
0: but any one memory stand out, Colin, or anything you're really proud of well, over all those years?
1: We were just talking about it off-camera there. I think probably people often say that to me. and <laughs> With so many good memories, it is very difficult to pick to pick one out. There's obviously Irish Cup triumphs. I was lucky enough to lift it. There's league wins. But I think that time we played Alliance away from home and I managed to score the winner. The First time Glentoran's won away in Europe was very special because I think yeah. we had knocked on the doors for many times. Paul, will tell you, we took it very seriously. Every pre-season we were in early, we trained before pre-season, we got ourselves into uh, into pristine condition. We we didn't buy into the old Irish. The Irish League has no chance. We we fought tooth and nail every year to try and win a, a, a tie and to actually accomplish it. Um, you know that was probably the greatest feeling I think I had yeah, in Glentoran.
0: It would be. What about yourself, just playing with him, I suppose?
2: <laughs> <laughs> that was a special memory, I have to say, that the European game, because no one gives you a chance when you go to Europe, and we went there, and as Colin said, our attitude was spot on. We believed we could win, and, and, and he popped up with a, a fantastic winner, and that European adventure that year was, was very special, but I agree with Colin, there's, there's there's so many. I mean, my first ever trophy win was an Irish Cup win in 98. It always stands out for me, because it was your first medal. Yeah. It was an Irish Cup Glenthorne, you were sort of grew up watching them winning the Irish Cup every year, so that was special for me to have my family sitting in the crowd winning the Irish Cup was, was very special for me, but we're so lucky to play for so many years for a, for a great club and be so successful, and it's, it's nice to look back on all those memories now.
0: But on a serious point, when you look at his career, <coughs> I mean, he could play, and he could play consistently yeah, well.
2: Yeah, I mean, Colin, he goes down as one of the greatest players ever to play for for To play for that amount of time... To play that many games, he's probably got thirty medals in his cabinet, and you know,
0: twenty-two at Glentoran.
2: Yeah, he's a he's a lot of medals, and 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 you know, it's he was just such a fantastic player for Glen and and he built up a great relationship through those years with with Tim McCann as well, and we're really steady on that that right hand. Hey, you're side.
0: all still mates, aren't you?
2: Yeah, we're all we all keep in touch, and, and he scored a lot of goals. He probably uh, he probably mentioned it himself, but I think he scored over hundred goals as well. So.
0: It's I made
2: it just below 100, but that's right. <laughs> well, I, I, I finished on about 104, but I had
1: sort of lean years when I, when I dropped down a division. Obviously, people say those goals don't count, but they still got to go in the net, you know. But no, look, I mean, I, I, I absolutely loved Clintorn. I think anybody who knows me knows that. Uh, it was a real wrench leaving. I tried to leave with as, as much dignity as I could because it cared that much for the club, but. No, as Paul rightly says, they were fantastic times uh, and great friendships that w- will last um, hopefully for years to come. have been built up and um, you know, I, I always look back favourably on it.
0: Yeah, all right, we'll talk some more about uh, Colin Nixon later in the programme, but uh, before that, we look back to last weekend's fifth round of the Tenants Irish Cup and last season, Colin Ards fell at the first hurdle away to Crusaders. But not this time. You got through against uh, Lurgan Celtic, was it? Crumlin no, Krummel- Star. Krummel- I, yeah. Krummel- Star. 4 1, convincing and impressive.
1: Well, it was a real tough tie, to be fair. <laughs> we are just talking about leaving Glen Torn. Paul Train the manager, Crumlin was the assistant when I left Glen Torn, so it was, a, it was an emotional day again there. Um, but, <sighs> you know, it was a tough game. It was a, a banana skin for us. But, mm. you know, I thought my boys. W- done a professional job um, never looked in any trouble of, of being in danger in the match uh, and we're just pleased to be in the next round um, but yeah it was a good professional job
0: yeah let's look at some other scores there uh, Glen Torrin you're Glen uh winning away at Lurgan Celtic that's where I got Lurgan Celtic from by two goals to one close mm. but they're through
2: yeah, it was a close game, and it was it was probably a difficult fix. you going away to Lurgan, <coughs> it was probably a difficult pitch to play on, bit compact, and Lurgan Celtic, these teams are always going to be up for it, it's their cup final, mm. so there's no easy games in the cup, but Glen Thorn have went there, and I think they were 2-0 up, and it was a late goal from Lurgan Celtic, so I don't think they were ever really in, in any danger, but I don't think they played great either, but they're through to the next round, and that's what's important. That's what's important.
0: Uh, just going through very quickly some of the games, the <coughs> holders Linfield are through, they won 5-0 at home to Glebe, Uh, beaten finalist Coleraine, I was at that game, 7-0 winners over Distillery, and uh, we have Glennaven winning 3-1 after extra time at uh, Carrick, that seems to have been a tight game.
2: Yeah, again, Carrick's a tough place to go, as Linfield found out on on Tuesday night with a a late winner there, and that was always going to be a tough game for Glenavon, but they've went there. It's the forced extra time, Carrick, but Glenavon's quality's just shone through in the end there, and they'll be delighted to get through. Mm.
0: Dungallon four, Limavadi, nil, and then we have uh, a feisty affair. Cliftonville four, 1.3 <laughs> after extra time, and a fellow manager was sent off, Matthew Tipton.
1: He was. Um, no, I watched the incident, and I'm sure Matthew... Will. R- regret what he done but you know that's uh, football football throws up these mad things at times and you know you have to quickly move on from it
0: mm. Crusaders 2 Maiden City 0 good performance from uh, the Maiden City and uh, Bellamina United 4 Moyola Park 0 and then we have a win for Balna Mallard by 4 goals to 2 against Immaculata
2: yeah they, they ended up <coughs> they came up coming out sort of comfortable winners in the end but I listened to some of the uh, the commentary on on Rayo really in the first half it was it was a tight enough affair. I think that a lot of possession in the game, but they'll be pleased to get four goals because goals has been their problem. A couple of new signings on board for them as well, so that will give them a little boost going going into the league and they're they're in the next round of the cup.
0: And it must be nice for them to win a game.
2: Yeah, they've, they've just one win in the champ or the league. That's it. It will give them a little bit of a boost because they they haven't won games in a few months now. Yeah.
0: All right, then we move and we can have a look at the sixth round draw of the Tenants Irish Cup. Games to be played on uh, Saturday, February the 3rd. And uh, Colin, you're away to Loch They're still trying to make the top six and they beat PSNI
1: 4-1 in the fifth round. Yeah, it's going to be a tough tie for us. We played them pre-season uh, and came out victors 2-1 and what was a really, really tight game. Um, Dean has obviously brought in a, a lot of bodies um, and freshened the squad up, so it's it's a tie we'll be taking very seriously. Um, but a good cup run for us would do the club the world of good, a b- boost revenue and um, the players know what I expect and we'll be taking that very seriously come February. Uh, the holders, Linfield,
0: they're at home to Newry City, Coleraine, the beaten finalists last season, they're at home to Institute. Then we have 3 old all-premiership affairs and... Uh, really the match of the day I suppose it's got to be Cliftonville at home to Crusaders and North Belfast derby.
2: It's a a big tie and and Crusaders have had the upper hand over Cliftonville now for the last wee while and they'll be hoping that continues and Cliftonville themselves will be be hoping they can turn them over once because Crusaders have have been very good in those games and, and they're going for the trophies on all fronts Crusaders and Stephen Baxter's team have just got the bit between their teeth and they're wanting to win everything so that's a massive fixture and it should be a cracking game mm.
0: Glenavon against Dungannon it's a bit of a derby as well
2: yeah that's another good game but you know on their day I'd fancy Glenavon to win that one and we all know you know, Gary Hamilton's done well in the Irish Cup the last lot of years as mm. well yes we
0: at Bellamina remember him doing well <laughs> in the Irish <laughs> Cup final uh, Bellamina <laughs> against Ballon Mallard United uh, you would think
2: yeah the home, home draw is favourable to them and I mean, has been on good form. Jack, And again, again, they're doing well in the Cups, mm. so David will be looking for that to continue. They've, they've now pushed into the top six again and they're, they're going the right way at this moment in time. A few injuries, but you know they've got a good squad there. You know They've lost Freeland and uh, McMurray recently, but I think Kevin Braniff and Young Shevlin have come in and done really well of late. Yeah. so you know, it's strength and depth now it's really benefiting them and they're, they're playing well at this moment in time.
0: But as Colin would know as a manager, to lose uh, Freeland and McMurray, your first choice strike force, that's a big blow. But Glenn Torrent, a banana skin at Ballyclare in the next round.
1: It'd be, be very tough, yeah, particularly away from home. Um, but I mean, Glenn Torrent's got to come uh, as favourites there. And if they do a good professional job, they, they should be in the next round. And uh,
0: finally, the Galacticos of Larne <laughs> at home to Dundela, will ensure uh, a junior team or uh, intermediate team gets through the next round. yeah. Lauren, you would think, with their... You would, you would think so,
2: Lauren. <laughs> Larn, Larn, Larn of talent. Yeah, Lauren are flying, but they're, they're also pushing to get into the top six in their league, and Dundell are obviously pushing to get top of their table, so, you know, but the Cup's a good distraction for teams as well, away from the league, Jackie, but you would fancy Lauren being the home team, and that one with all their new signings now starting to hit the ground running, so definitely for Lauren, that one. <laughs>
0: Thirteen months out, make it. You've been in the manager of ours. Yep. How tough is it? Uh,
1: to be honest, it's extremely tough. Um, you know, I've said in the past a few times that it really is a twenty-four-seven job. If if you want to be wholly committed and do well at it, um, you'd be on the phone about something to do with the club every day. Yeah, it never stops. Uh, never stops. Never stops, and. Um, but, you know, there are times you get to enjoy it and when you get a good performance and a good win, you know, it makes your weekend's all the better. But it's very tough. It's very challenging.
0: You had a long and uh, successful career. You played in your late 30s. Management, was that something you fancied always? Uh,
1: I think it came to a point, honestly, I think, as I, uh, as I said earlier in the show, when I left, Glen Torn took me, I went to Bangor. People probably thought, "What? what is he doing? I went there because I th- I saw it as a completely different challenge. Um, trying to get of the championship that my team promoted and to be honest we hit the, the post twice we were very very unlucky should have really went up and it's something I thought would have been a great achievement also but I think when when it started the deplete I realised that my playing days were over and then I had a decision to make what, what did I want to do because obviously I had offers to do really anything but um, I dipped my toe with, with Hardenwood Welders under 20s in management I thought I'll, I'll give it a try and see uh. am I up for it and, and B, can I do it? Uh, and, you know, I started there and we played six matches and won six matches and then doors started opening and I thought mm. I'll, I'll, I'll walk through them and I ended up at Arge uh, and I'm very happy to, to have done so. Um, so I wouldn't have said it was a specific plan of mine but looking back now, I suppose it was always in my head, yeah.
0: And it's nice to still be in the game, isn't
1: it? Well, I missed it. Around I I Dropping tr- down into the Championship is very difficult although anyone who's played there will tell you it's a cutthroat league, every every game's a cup final, I mean, if you look at the league in any week, the, the top teams are a point apart, it must be the maddest league in the world, <laughs> but um, no, I missed it, I missed the, the buzz of the Premier League, and I, I was itching to get back, and as I said, when the doors opened you know, th- football's about luck and opportunity at times and um, yes, if you, you can have all the pedigree and experience in the world, but sometimes you just need that we that shift the momentum um, which I thought came at odds, and hopefully I think at the minute we, you know we've grabbed it with both hands and and, and are doing okay.
0: Mm, I think you're doing okay. Looking back over all the years you played together, and he was this bronze Adonis uh, <laughs> all <laughs> the <laughs> year round. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever see Colin, the, the boss, the manager, in there?
2: Yeah, I, I probably say I would. Jackie, um, Colin, he obviously played for loads of years. He was always a leader in the dressing room. I mean he was made captain of Glenthorn at 21, 2021. something like that. So he was always a leader in the dressing room. He was always very clued in about the game of football. And I think once you're playing days finish, if you go and do the coaching badges, it's a natural progression. As he said himself, it's a it's a twenty four hour job, so you have to have the right temperament for it too. And and, and I think Colin's doing a fantastic job so far at ours.
0: Yeah. What's the biggest problem you have at a club like ours?
1: I think, if if you're being honest, you know, I'm not one to moan about anything. I try and get on with whatever is at hand. But when you're dealing with with sort of the monetary budget we have, it's very hard. Yes. Um, You know, you're constrained. You want to do wonderful things. But, of course, you have to work within what you've got. Um, But you have to accept that. I've accepted it. I mean, I don't complain. I try and work as hard as I can. I want the players to work as hard as they can for ours. I'm trying to knit together a squad now that hopefully will stay together uh, and fight for each other and fight for ours and fight for me. Uh, and that's the way I played and that's the way I manage.
0: Yeah, you've played uh, 29 games this season, won 11, drew 3, lost 15. It's about 38% success rate. I mean, on paper, football's not played on paper, I know, but that's not bad.
1: No, it's not bad. I mean, we've had some terrific results this year um, and some very bad ones also. But... Truthfully, the bad times come for us when, when, you know, we've such a small squad. When you pick up injuries and suspensions, you know you're dipping into to the youth, which I firmly believe in. Um, and it was it was something when I when I went for the interview with Ards that I explained them I wanted to try, I wanted to bring young players through the under twenties and give them their chance. And, and you know, I think down where we are at, you've got to have some courage to do that because we know we're going to be in and around where we are. Um, and and to give young kids a chance, uh, uh, that sort of pressure uh, is tough. But uh, you know, it's it's working for us at the minute, and you know, yeah. hope long may it continue. Uh,
0: so attracting players and having the money to attract players is a problem, and having a good chairman is also very important, is it not?
1: Yes, uh, we have a great chairman, a great board at who Are very supportive to me, and and have be, have been the whole way through. You know, I've I've I definitely have pushed the club in a, a total different direction. Um, you know, I think for years our odds probably would have brought players in, brung them out I, I don't want to do that, I want to net a squad together um, you know, we're making some signings here in January a lot of people won't even see the signings we're making at youth level um, to try and bolster us and, and, and breed them young kids and get them through into the first team is, is the plan so that we've got a good platform to build on and, and we can stabilise and, and sustain and, and be a Premiership force for years to come
0: Let's take a look at the, the bottom six of the Premiership <coughs> table and uh, there we are Ards are in ninth place 21 points and you're 7 points clear of Warren Point and 14 Carrick 11 Balna 6 now I would look at that and say looking good you're clear of danger
1: what would you say No, oh, definitely not definitely not you can you know a 2 or 3 game shift and this is something I learnt when I took the reins at Ards because uh, they were on a a losing streak at the time I took over uh, and I did, I found myself cutting broiled and looking at everybody's results but no, you're, you're never clear of danger until you're clear and safe and sure that's that's the position we're in, that's the position Warren Point, Carrick, Ball and Mallard are in um, all I do is take it one game at a time and I think It's anybody, a cliche but
0: it's true It's
1: very true with us, anybody who's watched us um, or knows anything about us know that I, I, I try and go out and win football matches, that's the ethos and philosophy we have, although we've been accused of it, we don't try and play for draws. We try and go out and win and find a way to win a football match because where 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 you're at three points is vital. And if you can get them and you can get them quickly, why why would you not try and go for a win?
2: Yeah.
1: Um, but as I say, it, it's it's a roller coaster, and you know some days you perform well, and we've had some great wins this year, as I've said. And in other days we just maybe haven't performed, and and. and <coughs>
0: It's easy for people like us, uh, leaper outside of the game, to look at that and say, oh, they'll be all right, they're safe. What do you reckon?
2: I think they will be OK, because um, I know Colin's saying they're down to the bare bones at the minute, but he's hopefully got a few players coming back from injury and a couple of new recruits. But I just think now they've got a little bit of momentum. Of the bottom sides are the ones that sort of going up the table and they've picked up a lot of points over the last couple of months. And you've got to be looking now at Dungannon. Can we catch Dungannon? You're, I mean, you've got... You're only four behind on Gallon you've got a game in hand over them. So sure. We'll, we'll play them soon. Yeah, so yeah. surely that's yeah. the next challenge. And I think if you can get up to there, I think they'll definitely be safe. I just think they've got enough good players that they're going to be safe and I think it's going to be between the, the three teams below them. They'll be, they'll be scrapping it out.
0: Would I be right in saying it, was, it would be easier to be a player rather than a manager?
1: Yes, yes de- definitely <laughs> I mean I think one thing I learned early doors in management is you can't you know whether you're the best player in the world or the worst player or whatever type of player you, you cannot expect anyone to play like you played it's totally different everyone's individual um, and you've just got to work and find that way of getting the maximum you can out of every player and it's very different for every player and um, and then knit it all together, so yes, it's far far easier (laughs) playing, in response to your question, (laughs) far easier to play, yeah, and I miss playing, I have to say, I mean, I join in the odd thing in training. Paul Telly, I usually go up front and score goals and have fun, but <laughs> I think I think the boys are sick of me when I do I it in training, so I, I
2: tend not to do it now. Never picked him in your team in training, Jackie. He's, he's a poacher. <laughs> poacher <But laughs> I, like,
1: I like workers. Yeah.
2: Well, like I always believed, <laughs> and I always believe
1: when you, when you're training, you know, when you're playing wee matches, why not go up front and and learn? It didn't do me any harm because yeah. the boys laugh and joke and say, "Actually, oh, we're useless," but. I'd learnt how to meet a steal in at the back post and stick it in the net. Yes. You know, How would I have learnt that if I didn't yeah. stayed at the back defending in 5 side You have to mix it up. We all years as a, as a defender. I was definitely a centre forward. Yeah, you I have been a a think, <laughs> think <laughs> I would Where still did all be at I would still the, the Glens if I was a centre forward. but no. <laughs> You were uh, from Newton I was from Newton Uh I actually started out playing for Ards Rangers local team and then I was scouted for St Andrews, which Everybody is, seems to play this yeah, yeah. now. Well, my story is probably unique because I played in a very successful uh, a boys' team under Joe Kane. I think we lost one match in about four years.
0: The great Joe Kane. The Joe
1: Kincaid. And what happened to my team was the whole team went to Limfield, um, you third, Limfield Rangers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was the only one who went to Glenton.
0: Why was that? Who took you to Glenthorne?
1: Well, my brother was there at the time and I, I always had loved the Glens and, and, and I, I, you know, it was a team I always had followed and wanted to be a part of and when the chance came up and my brother was there, thank goodness, I, I joined and I remember there was a bath at the Oval at the time, wasn't the showers, and I remember Alan Patterson was the manager and he's <coughs> uh, of the reserve team and that I played a year in reserve and next thing it just all happened. and
0: You made your debut very young.
1: Yeah, I made it 17, I think it was. Um... And to be honest, I could have probably made it a long time before, but I had a bad wrist break, sort of delayed things a bit, and uh, I was just for cheers because George Neal he was a tremendous servant to Glen was probably coming to, to the end of his of his playing days at that at that level with Glen Good pacey fullback he was, p- and a great a great again another player played over five hundred games, fantastic Glen Don't realise how lucky they were in that yeah. department, mm. and then I came along, I suppose, and. And I made my debut at Cliftonville at solitude. Three-nil. It was dull um, affair, but I can remember like it was yesterday. And I just, you know, I was just one of those players that I never wanted to be left out of the team. I just wanted to do my best and be be in the team every week. Um, and I suppose that's what happened, really, you know.
0: 18 years, uh, <clears throat> that record of seven ninety-four, four league titles, six Irish Cups, yeah, five league cups, seven shields. Mm-hmm. I mean, you lived the dream as a, a Glen Torran
1: supporter. Oh, 100%. I lived the dream, and as I said, at the time, Paul was there with Stuart Elliott, Andy Kirk, loads of plethora of names that actually lived and died and loved the club and cared about it. That's why they were so successful. But it meant everything to us. I mean, I remember we got get beat. wouldn't we? spoke for days with yeah. them. If we won, we'd have enjoyed it for days, and that's the way it was. Uh, and it was a really, really, really momentous time to be part of. Uh, and yes I was very lucky with the trophies that I won, um, including the league titles, which it was all it was all great. It was all really yeah. good. I
0: have to ask you about your record seven nine four. You might be in danger from goalkeeper Elliot Morris who signed a new two year, two and a half year. Mm-hmm. Contract and I think he's desperate. He's just over a hundred behind
1: you. Yes, well, he he's a very good friend of mine, and he's, he I would say he talks to me about it most days. <laughs> I <laughs> hope he does he break he it, just, th- to like it he wants just to leave. I hope he breaks it just <laughs> to leave. Like he leaves me alone about it. No, look. All credit to Elliot. He's another one like us has committed himself to the, to Glen Torn. Um I suppose when he came back all those years ago from West Bromwich Albion, mean, he probably thought he could get back across the water. If you can't do that, you know you want to have a successful yeah. career, as you can, and he has been that. I mean, and he's
0: still doing the business. Well, that's
1: him? the that's the thing I think where the record will be broken because his form at the minute. And listen, I can see it firsthand because I, I, I play against him. Um, his form's sensational. You know, he's still the top keeper in the league, uh, in my opinion. Um, uh, he's still as agile as he was. And I think the thing, again, Torn fans need to realise is he's still as hungry as he ever mm-hmm. was. And that's a major thing. Um, so, all credit to him. He's done well to get a two year contract. And if the record goes, uh, no more a deserved man to, to break it. But remember, he's a goalkeeper. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> had 10 positions to, 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 <laughs> to help your partner. Um, no, no. And <laughs> on, on a serious note, uh, he would be very well deserved enough. Well,
0: do you know we talked him up in this program? I think basically we, we got him the new contract. He has yet to ring me yes. or Paul or even us 10% of the right, signing on right. for your web. Well, that, that so no, we don't think of him kindly. He,
1: um, no, listen, as I say, he's been a great servant to Glen Torn. And um, he told me about that too actually. He,
2: told, he made me watch it. Um, <laughs> well, he's obsessed. But, <laughs> look, he's, you know, I know. Good luck, to him. He's yeah. the last of the sort of damn breed of those, that type of player. Well, you far. don't
0: get your loyalty. No, the well, there were so many. You know, oh and
2: as Colin said, there were so many in our team, and we came through together. And Elliot came in in two thousand two, two thousand three, and he's still there. And once he goes, you know, it's, it's hard to see who's who's going to come through behind him. And that sort of loyalty is just fantastic. And the boys, the amount the games played is just phenomenal. For yeah, I don't think the modern game. You see it now in the modern game. You know, it's just. It's money.
1: It's just, well, I wouldn't. I didn't want to say that. <laughs> maybe it. Maybe it is. And you know, but yeah, certainly you won't see the likes of that again. I don't think people no. are playing so many games. What you come.
0: guys did, you'll not see again either. Let's uh, have a look at the top of the. We've already seen the bottom six during our chat with Colin. The top of the Premiership, the Danske Bank Premiership. Uh, Colin Crusaders fifty-seven, Coleraine fifty-six. Then we get back 11 points, Glenavon 45, Linfield the holders 43, Clifford 41 and 11 points below that. Bellamy United complete the top six. Uh,
1: it's Is it a two-horse race? Uh, uh, well, I suppose it, when, when you, you talk about it in the terms of points tally there, it's going to be very hard for Glenavon to catch up, but they definitely have... A squad that could do it, mm. uh, and an, uh, uh, the depth of a squad that could do it. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't just rule them out yet if they go on a run, but it would take Korean and Crusaders to have a calamity, I suppose. I mean, yeah. I, you talk about points difference, but don't forget teams have to lose as well yeah. as you win. And uh, you know, I think a, a 11 point shift would be very difficult. Uh, in terms of, in terms of the top, I think Korean have done remarkably well this season I have to say we played them a couple of times and a couple I of times say, Who's been, the
0: best team you've faced this?
1: Well I, you know I think it would be hard, very hard to say because I think any one of the top six are good sides uh, and yeah. I wouldn't like to single them out the table doesn't lie Crusaders and Corian are at the top and probably have been the, the standout teams off the season
0: Yeah,
1: Corian have done remarkably well as I've said Oran's done a, a fantastic job there um, I actually remember my first game at Ards, uh, and it's sort of been an inspiration to me. I remember he got actually booed off by his own fans, and the day we played him and drew, and I thought, "Oh, is this is a baptism fire." You know, I mm. thought he was doing okay, and, and since then he's kicked on to remarkable things. Um, I just worry now, Crusaders getting their, their noses back in front, but um, and as Paul has mentioned, that one in mentality, I think I think they're going to be hard to stop. Yeah, they've been there and done that, but. Mm. Uh, and plus, with, with the, the, what happened to them last year, running through their veins, I'm sure yeah. they don't, they don't want to forget that. And Stephen, uh, as I know well, will probably have that drummed into them. So I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't like to call it. but They'll
0: uh, still be hurting from last season. No, absolutely. And that, is that's,
1: that's, that's a mental thing you can use. And, not that they need it. I mean, they're the same. They're full of quality. In fact, their, their second 11 would probably be in the top six. And that's the way it is. That's what you're up against. Colin, nice to
0: see you always again. Nice to see you, thank you. Nice to look back over the, the years, yesteryear. And you even played, you can always say you played alongside Paul. Oh,
2: <laughs> Carry me.
0: <laughs> now, there's a memory. Let's look at the fixtures for the weekend. The odds from McLean, as always. Balma mollard 19 to 5. Glenn Torren, 8 to 13.
2: It's a tough fixture for Glen Jackie. I mean, Balnamar have some new recruits in. Stephen O'Flynn's back there. David Key's gone from Coleraine, so you'd expect the new players to come in, and give him a little bit of a boost. So I think it'll be a tough fixture for Glenn Thorne, but it's still fancy Glenn Thorne just to edge that one.
0: Right, I thought you might. Crusaders one to six odds on at home to Ards twelve to one. You'll have a flutter
2: <laughs> in <isn't> that. Better. <laughs> no, oh, no, all I don't think. <laughs> It's hard to see past Crusaders, Jackie. That, that they've scored sixty-five goals in the league, top scorers. You know, sometimes people criticise Crusaders and say they're a, a direct long ball team, but sixty-five goals have got quality on the wings and quality all over. And you know, at home they're so formidable. And I know Colin's sitting here, but it's going to be a tough day for Ards.
0: Yeah. Uh, match of the day, I would think uh, Glenavon seven to five at home. That's a good price against Cliftonville, who are eight to five.
2: Yeah, well, Cliftonville's sort of had a mixed bag recently. You know, yeah. they, they were on a really good run and they've had a, some different results. Um, a few players out of form, Joe Gormley not really getting in and there's maybe a bit of talk of him being unsettled as well, so I'm mm. not sure everything's 100% there. But uh, Glen Avon, you know, a couple of decent wins, so I, I'd just favour Glen Avon in that one. I think it'll be a good game, a close game, but I, f- I favour Glen Avon.
0: OK, uh, and then swifts 11-2 to at home against Coleraine,
2: 2-5. to you you would you would fancy Coleraine, you know they've done superb, they haven't lost many games. You'd still have to fancy them, but again I think it'll be a close game at Dungannon. I think they'll get a tough there, and there's now a little bit of pressure coming on Coleraine. Mm. They're playing catch up, whereas they were out leading in front. It's can they deal with that pressure? Every game's now a pressure game, and for that reason I think it'll be a close game. But I still fancy them to see that one through and get the three points. And
0: Linfield, they're away to Warren Point, Linfield two to seven, Warren Point, seven to one. One
2: point can play a bit. Yeah, I think at home they've been scoring goals at home. They've been able to score goals in, on their home patch. It's They obviously concede too many goals. Um, Linfield, again, they've been up and down. Uh, they've got a couple of new signings in there, and they'll be hoping to to give them that little bit of a boost. But you would still have to fancy Linfield. Linfield need to win every game now, I think. Mm. you know If they're going to mount any sort of challenge, they've got to win every game and hope that the teams above them lose so I think I still fancy Linfield in that one
0: And our last game is Bellamina at home 4-11 to against Carrick Rangers 6-1 to United you would think should get you through there but
2: You would think so, I mean Carrick, uh, uh, Davy McElhinney says he's really happy with his team, they're, they're fighting hard and they're competing and they're working yeah, they hard they play every some games.
0: good ball at times too yeah, but they Linfield scraped through 1-0
2: the other yeah, night, but they haven't been picking up enough points Jackie and I think Bellamina they're On really good form at this moment in time, and they're the home team. and I favour them in that one.
0: Okay, we have to try and pick a double. We're not very good at it, okay. Colour. Uh, <laughs> what do you think, Labour?
2: I'm going to go for uh, Glen Torn and Glen Avon.
0: Glen Torn and Glen Avon. Well, I'm going to go for Glenavon, Avon, home to Cliffwell. I'm going to go for a draw and gallon coal rain at sixteen to five. Sitting
2: on the fence, Jackie. No,
0: I'm not. Well, I always <laughs> say that to you. That's, you've got your own backs. But there are not many good prices. So, coal rain are they wavering a little bit? I hope not. Oren Kearney, his chairman, Colin, all up there will be saying, "What's he talking about?" But hmm, maybe there's a little bit of pressure. But those are the prizes. Lieber, always good to see you, my son. Colin, again, many thanks for for joining us. So that's it. Full program of league matches this season are this Saturday. Get out there, support your local side. Enjoy it. Bye-bye.